time to ride that horse again. <laughs> what horse? The music horse? No, the podcast. The podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is time for that again. So uh, we're talking about dreams again too. We always talk about dreams. I don't know why we're ever talking about it again. So did I? I did really what I said that. strike you funny this morning? It did. It was just strange. That's okay. It reminded me of that old song. If you're gonna ride, ride the white pony or something. Oh my goodness! Know. Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> that tells how old I am. Oh, strange song okay, too. Michael. So. In, yeah, I used to love that song. So what can I say? Yeah, well, you better was, not break out any eighties music. <laughs> I might start dancing. No, no, no. That's probably I only know little words to some of them. So yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's a great way to start. Yes, it is. It's always a great way when you don't. Huh? Remember what songs mean and stuff like that. <laughs> hey, listen, I just know, I just know the initial words of the song. Okay. There's a whole bunch of songs I shouldn't repeat the lyrics to. At probably, this point. and that's now prob- that I'm older and I know what they actually. Are I mean, isn't about, that true for everybody though? It is, and every, well, no, the current generation is not true. Well, maybe the current generation, the songs are just explicit and talk about what they want to talk about. That's true. Yeah. Hey, your mustache looks good this morning. Thank you. I trimmed it. Looks nice. Makes for a better podcast. Yeah, because I have to look at you. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. kidding, because my hair's not all that great this morning. Wow, well, you look nice. You look pretty. We're not filming, are we? Yeah. No, we're not filming today. That was a special Christmas episode. So, w- I thought we'd talk this morning about, um, or today, about um, what do you do when you have a dream? How do you respond to a dream? We've talked about it in various segments Mm-hmm. Where we just were talking about different kinds of dreams and addressed responding to that particular dream, or how did somebody respond to, or how did someone respond, or what should they do in response to a particular dream? But I thought it might be a cool topic just in general for people, not necessarily talking about it in in the frame of reference that this is what you do with a specific dream, as much as we could use some examples, but right. as much as. Um, this is what you do with this type of dream. Okay. So, well, I'm going to let you lead this because this was your idea, and I'm just going to tag along, ride on your coattails. Well, okay, wow. Well, I mean, I, I like, I, I mean, I like it because I, I feel like so many times it's probably one of our biggest questions from people is that they may not come right out and say, "How do I respond to this dream?" They say. What does my dream mean? And the reason why they want to know what it means is I think they want to know how to respond to it. I agree. What does it mean is really a question is what do I do with it? It, Right. It's also a question wanting to know the meaning, but inherently that leaves the next question, which is what do I do? Right. I mean, it's, it's not just a, it's not just a, I need, you know, if you just find out what a dream means, but don't know what to do with it, you've only got half the results. True. Um, and we tell people, you know, people who don't dream a lot. There's a lot of people out there who don't dream that much. And when we talk to them, one of the things we say in, in connection to um, how do you start dreaming or how do you start remembering your dreams, because everybody dreams, is value your dreams. Yeah. And we often don't address the very specific topic of responding to them as much as we, re- we address the topic of paying attention to them. 
You know, because we'll talk about the idea of write the dream down. That says you value it. Yes. But also, what do you do with it? If you don't respond to it, if you don't do something, if you don't take the wisdom that you're getting in the dream and apply it, then that also says you're not valuing it. Yeah, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm so stubborn. I don't even know if it's stubbornness. Maybe it's laziness. Because I, I tell people, write down your dreams. I mean, I had dreams... I had a dream this week. I had several dreams this week. You always have several dreams. No. I mean, lately I've noticed that I think, I don't know if it's a phase I'm going through or or whatever. I mean, there was a time where I really didn't dream much at all, and I think I was under so much stress. You know, I just couldn't. I was in nursing school. I was doing all this stuff. You know, we were transitioning, moving, ministry changes, you know, a lot of stress and anxiety, and I think that can shut your, your dream life down. And when I say dream life, you're probably still dreaming, but you're under so much pressure or stress, it's not important for you to remember that. You're just so focused on what's going on in your life, like you said. And, um, you know, I had a dream about a week ago, and I woke up about 1 a.m., and I was like, oh, my goodness, that was a great dream. There's no way I'm going to forget that one. Now, how often does that happen to me? Like, weekly. I I still believe there's no way I'll forget that one. And sometimes that's true. It can be such a monumental dream that you just, there's no way you wake up with it. And it's like, whoa, I got to share this with somebody. But um, especially if it's your first dream, because, you you know, people may not realize that they have probably four or five sleep cycles through the night. If you go to bed around 10 o'clock and you don't get up till 7, you're going to hopefully have about four complete sleep cycles and six if it's a really good night. So you're probably dreaming in each of those sleep cycles. Yeah. So if you don't remember, if you wake up at 1 a.m., you should write that one down for sure. You're probably going to remember the most recent one when you wake up. You're usually dreaming because it's a light sleep when you're dreaming. So you're usually waking up out of that dream a lot of times. Yeah, it's true. And so writing them down values them. Responding to them values them. Right. And and we need we need to write them down because we need to be able to remember them in order to be able to respond to them. Yeah. But then what do you do with it is a big question because if, if somebody tells you a great piece of wisdom of how to handle a situation and you say, thanks, that was great, and then ignore them, you've not given value to what they said. And right. we truly believe that God, even if you remember it, even if you write down the nugget of wisdom, you know, mm-hmm. um, Benjamin Franklin wrote a whole book of all kinds of little nuggets of wisdom and mm-hmm. the Farmer's Almanac stuff type things. Right. That's great. It's all written down. But if nobody ever Reads read it, it yeah. and did something with it, right. it, it, he's not valued. It's just remembered. And we believe that our creator gives us dreams. That's one of the three sources that our dreams come from. We believe the creator gives us dreams and that if we're going to value our creator, we need to respond to those instructions or those tidbits of wisdom or those bits of insight. And so I was thinking about different types of dreams and how do you respond to them. We talk about dreams that are invitations to communicate with our creator. Mm -hmm. In the Christian world, we call them intercessory dreams, Mm -hmm. dreams that call us to pray. That's a fairly easy dream to respond to. Mm-hmm. It's a really common dream, and it's fairly easy to respond to. We need to take time and talk to God about the situation in the dream. Right. I but mean, so many times we get so excited about knowing what the dream meant. Yeah. We don't have the conversation with God about it. 
no offense to anyone who dreams a lot because I'm one of those dreamers who dreams a lot. But I think a lot of times we think our dream is going to be life-changing and important for the whole world and for everyone else to know. Yeah. Not uh, they, Most people don't come going, ooh, this is for you. But when they have the dream, it's so special, so important to them. They want to share it, and they're hoping that by sharing some nugget with you that maybe you're going to reveal some huge amazing thing that's going to happen in their life and that does happen it we're not does. we're not saying it doesn't but as you and i both know we we have dreams and they're actually the ones that have seemed just kind of like oh i had a dream last night and here's what it was sometimes those can turn out to be the ones that are life-changing and monumental you know yeah they really can uh, you know, you I'm know that we like to talk about dreams mm-hmm. and if it doesn't seem like a huge amazing dream there's not as much to talk about, which makes us look at it a different way. And that's because right. we then tend to pay attention to what I do with it more. Right. And I'm not saying, hey, you need to not think your dream's important. I'm not saying that at all. Your dreams are important. I mean, God's speaking a, a language to you. He's even using things you would understand in the dream as being important to you. Symbols, all types of things. And that's his, his love language as a creator God to you is he's going to speak the language you understand. Right. He's going to use the people uh, that he uses it as part of the dream. Uh, sometimes we call it either uh, setting up the dream or the fluff in the dream. Fluff can just not mean very much in the dream. It's just there to build a scenario, you know. And so we're not here to say, oh, you know, your dream's not important. We're saying your dreams are important to you. But we want to teach you, how, we want to talk about how can you respond to those dreams today. And I'm thinking of something that happened this week with me. I dreamed about you. Really? Yes, I did. I've already did told you, you about it. Me? Yeah. And you couldn't even, this, I'm going to remind you what you said to me. You have to remind <laughs> me what the dream was too. So. I'm going to. It's funny because Michael will tell you when the dream is about him, he has a harder time interpreting it or understanding yeah. it. So, and I do too when I'm dreaming about myself. But I dreamed about you this week. One of and one part of it was you were trying to squeeze through a narrow place, and you got a big scrape on your back, and you right. went, oh, and I thought, oh my goodness, here comes the whiny man in the dream. That's what I was thinking. Here comes Thank the whiny, whiny man. He's done scratched himself, and now I got to go check on him. And when I went to check on you, sure enough, you had really a deep cut in your back. I, I had you bend over, and I was like, bend, bend forward a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. So rather than me panic, because I knew if I told you how deep it was, you were, you were going to freak out. But I said, stand up so that when you stood up, the gap closed. And there was no blood or anything. There was no blood or anything. It was just a, a wide open, you know. And so I thought, when I woke up from the dream, and I, I, to, I told you, Michael, I told you he's messing with the buttons on the, on the board. Okay, so I told you, um, I'm going to take you to the doctor. There's not a lot of bleeding, but we're just going to go get seen about it. But when I looked inside of your back, it was just through the fatty layers there was no nerves cut. There were no blood vessels cut. There, So to me, when I woke up from the dream, I told you the dream, you go, right. my back's been hurting. Does that mean I need to go to the doctor? 
Yeah. And it could have meant that. It could have been a metaphor for that, but it wasn't. It was about, no, you've been going through some things and you having to squeeze through some places. And it's probably caused a little more of, not damage, but it, it's cut you a little bit. It's yeah. been painful for you. And, but for me, the comfort was there was no great damage done. It was repairable. It wasn't a big, it, it was a big deal, but not a big deal, you know. It was and, a big deal, but it was something that could be dealt with. Right. So I, my response to that was praying for you. And, right, and you did, and you prayed for me right then, yeah, even, and which which is really a great thought when it comes to intercession dreams or dreams that call us to pray or communicate with our Creator about something is do it right then. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, have the discussion about it if you need that and do it right then. That's a good point because uh, sometimes people say, hey, pray for me, my, you know, I'm sick, and I'm like, okay, I'll pray for you, and then, I, you know, you don't think about it anymore. I I have <laughs> tried to make a life change in that, in that when someone asks me to pray for them, I'm going to do it right then. Even if I don't do it out loud right then, right. I do it immediately uh, when someone asks, or even when I'm scrolling through Facebook and there's thousands of requests for prayers, as I'm looking at them, I just lift it up because I will forget that. So the same thing is true. I, you had a dream. You got a message. There should be some revelation in it. Look, you don't have to be a master dream interpreter to know that if that's metaphorical, how should I pray for Michael? Something's been damaged. I need to pay, pray for repair. Or something's been hurtful. I need to pray for healing. Not physical healing, but maybe spiritual healing, emotional healing, you and, know? And it's pretty simple. Has something uh, caused pain that wasn't expected, that came up from behind? And, and You know, kind and, of thing. And we explored that that mm-hmm. day. I said, let's talk about things. Right now, are you stressed? And you sat there for a second, and you said, uh, I said, anything right now, what is the top-level stress? And you began to talk about it. And we right. began to say, okay, this is what maybe what it is. Let's pray over that. And it, it really caused us to take a few more days before we made some important decisions. Right. We had to we rest on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had to rest on some things, you know. And, and let me just say this for folks out there. That's a husband-wife situation or a family situation. Every dream that's calling you to pray doesn't mean you run talk to the person the dream's about and yeah. go over all the details right. of the dream. In that particular dream, it was a husband and wife. It was Lisa and I. So having that conversation is very natural. Mm-hmm. It's very normal, and it's pretty much expected. That's not true. If you're talking about a, for example, a um, a stranger in your dream or a leader who you may not have a close connection with, we can't respond to the dream by saying, "Oh, now this gives me right to." talk to this person and push my way into their life and have influence over them, that's not a proper response to a dream. Well, honestly, even an intercessory dream. it's not a proper response even in a marriage. No, no, not uh, really. Push away. But we have no, I mean, open communication is, in a marriage. And right. it's much more, much more easy to be natural in it a conversation. Is, it is. But, but let, even there, let me go ahead difficult. and cover this because mm-hmm. I think it's important. Because I am such a dreamer because I dream all the time. And I probably have done this in the past, and I hope I'm better with it. Uh, I wake up, and I, I want to tell you uh, how you need to change things, how you need to live your life, and because you I just had that, that <laughs> because of my dreams. That's wrong, you know? I mean, the dreams are for you, for a purpose, for prayer. Uh, that that dream that I prayed that day, I didn't have to run tell you that dream, but right. I felt like it was important, so I mentioned it to you. Um, and discerning pro- the correct yeah. way to respond. And I even dis- I even try to watch your body language. And I'll, I'll, I'll be like, oh, I had this dream last night and I shared it with you. And then you said, oh, I had a dream last night too. And I'm like, shh, 
I said it first. <laughs> let me share mine first. But, you know, I'll, if you seem uninterested, I, I, I just let it go. Because yeah. I, we shouldn't push what is occurring in our life on someone else, even if they're in it. It's true. You, you know, that's, that's, that's really good. Let's take up a different type of dream for okay. just a minute. Because I was thinking about the dream you had over a year ago that we sort of got the aha moment on, on the podcast when you had a dream about moving and we were in the midst, mm-hmm. well, we are now at the, at the time of talking about it on the podcast, we were in the midst of selling a home mm-hmm. and preparing to build a home. But when you had the dream, we weren't even thinking about it. Right. And we talked about it in relationship to the timing of response or the timing of a dream and when does it become applicable. But I think it's also a great dream that speaks to how do you respond? Because that dream, we won't go back through the whole dream, but right. that dream the interpretation of the dream was that it was time for us to move forward towards uh, purchasing a new house or starting the building process yeah. before we had a contract on the current house we're in or the yes. current house we're in sales. And that's a scary thought because the equity in the house we're in now provides the funds to pay for a good chunk of the new home. Mm-hmm. And so to take the risk that you could end up for a season with two mortgages or things like that, that's a very risky thing. And most folks know I'm a little bit risk averse when it comes to stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not, you know, that that's scary for me. But I was confident in the way the dream came out and the meaning. It was one of those times when both of us almost at the same time realized what the dream meant. That brought right. some confirmation. I mean, I was just scrolling through my phone looking for dreams I'd had in the past where I had recorded them, and I just started reading this dream, and you had, you were the one who had the aha moment. You were like, whoa, you know, this this brings me comfort. This is yeah. really about where we are right now. And, and the specific line in the dream was I was saying to you, no, you don't wait till you uh, um, move out of the house and sell it to move on to the next one. You go right. find your other one first. Yep. And you go ahead and start selling it, but you don't wait. Right. And so for me, that was a direction train that said, this is what you need to do in a current situation. Even though the dream came a year, year and a half prior. Right. This is what you need. This is how you respond. This is the direction you go in. Now, the question becomes, how do you respond to that? Mm. Acknowledging it was our first response. Yeah. Recognizing it. But then there was the process of testing it. Which took a couple of weeks, didn't it? Right. We didn't just go run, sign the contract to build the new house. Mm -hmm. We began to recognize that was the direction we were going, seek confirmation that it was correct, that we were understanding it correctly, verifying, validating that this was a correct interpretation, bringing a level of peace so when a dream requires action, it's to me, you don't want to wait too long to respond, mm-hmm. but you don't want to just say, oh, the dream said it, boom, I'm going to go do it. Right. You want to have peace. Well, you know, that's different because that one was like, no, you don't wait, you you move forward. That that was very much a direction dream, whereas <sighs> in the past, like I had a dream once, and I know we've talked about it on here before. Whereas, you know, the Lord showed up and it, through a metaphor, through another person, but it was the Lord. He represented the Lord. And he said, when do you want to do this? And I said, I want to wait on, you know, Michael. I don't, I'm not ready yet. And he said, 
Whenever you're ready. But see, that's interesting because you did respond to that in a very similar way. You responded to the direction you got, which was do this Mm -hmm. in your timing. Right. We didn't have timing in the other drink. Right. It was do this. Well, we did have timing before something. Right. But that meant because the house was on the market before a contract is signed on it, do we need to do that right now, immediately? You have to be careful. You can't just rush in and say just because. See, I think sometimes people go the other extreme with drinks. Instead of ignoring them, mm-hmm. they govern their life by them. Yeah. And that's not a correct response It's not, and, and we want to make sure people know that. We, we This podcast is not released daily. <laughs> it's released weekly. And honestly, would you not say that we don't, our dreams, we don't live by our dreams every day. We don't, we don't have these uh these direction dreams every single day that we wake up and, oh, everything we dreamed last night had something. A lot of times our dreams are training dreams. They are. Training how to listen to our creator. How to hear. Yeah, it may be that you had indigestion, you know. It may be that you're stressed. So you shouldn't just act on a dream. You shouldn't just jump on it. But the cool thing for us was we were still struggling with how do we do that? How, How do we move forward with it? Do you want to talk yeah. about the particulars yesterday? I do, I do. And that's one of the things that brought this topic yeah. to my mind because we spent three weeks really seeking to discern the correct way to respond. We didn't run just sign a contract, but we we sought the correct way to respond. Now, the holiday slowed us down a yeah. little bit and doing the contract and different things like that because we're recording this right at the first of the year. So we had the Christmas holidays and the New Year's holidays. It slowed things down. But that was a God timing issue as well because it just slowed everything down. We began to look for confirmation. It gave us peace initially, but we still needed timing. Yeah, because I, I think we became a little bit hesitant. Would you not say? I think we did. We kind of stuck our head in the sand a mm-hmm. little bit because you just – it's such a big decision. It is. And, and the dream was very important for that decision, but it's also important to have wisdom, yeah. to not just run on the dream alone, to wait for other pieces of confirmation. So we began to seek, and we actually asked God, would you confirm this in some other ways? Yeah. And I think that's a valid response as well. I accept the dream. I accept what the dream is telling me to do. I believe it. But if I'm going to take a big step based on the dream, God, will you give me some additional confirmation that will help me see that I'm understanding it rightly? Because you can misinterpret a dream. I think what we were really hoping for was another dream to say, this is how you move forward. At least I was looking for some other thread of confirmation. A dream, someone speaking something to me. Well, we were looking for something supernatural or really, you know. But really, we had already had that. We We had had really had had the supernatural experience, Mm -hmm. right. So, So what happens then is we're discussing the dream. And well, not the dream specifically, well, but we're discussing. Do yeah. we go ahead and move forward? Yesterday, because uh, I was like, Michael, are we procrastinating? What should we do? And I wanted to procrastinate some more. And I said, Let's wait till next week. Mm-hmm. And we're in the midst of that. And you said, Well, let's just call the builder. And so we called the builder. There, there. He he was not in, and uh, we left a message for him to call us back. So the builder, uh, about an hour later. Uh, calls back. I'm still in the mindset of we're going to wait till next week, and I'm just going to talk through with him uh, some little changes to the contract and tell him to send us the contract like on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm starting down that road on the phone with him when you look at me and very quietly say, I just got a text. There's someone coming for a second showing on our house. Yeah. Well, if you know anything about real estate, you know that a second showing is much more likely to lead to a contract for sale. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean it will, but it it is a more positive. Much more likely. And it was like, wham, hit you in the face. That call, a text, didn't even come in when we first called the builder and said we were thinking about moving forward. It came in after he called us back. Yeah. While we're on the phone with him. Yeah. That, that, and we haven't even had people looking at the house a lot lately because right. of the holidays. And yeah. suddenly, boom, now we have a second showing on yeah. the house. And for me, that screamed confirmation. Mm-hmm. You have to sign a contract before you sell the house. So, I mean, honestly, I didn't even talk to you about this. But honestly, before I leave for work today, I think we need to sign the contract before mm-hmm. the people come in to see the house today. Uh, he sent it to me. Did he send it to you, too? Yes, I, I've okay, got it printed good. out. But it's 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 one of those things where I think we need to sign it and send I was it sit- back. Before you said that, I, I because was... Because I think that might yeah. unlock the door for I agree. the people to buy the house. I agree. I agree 100%. Listen to us talking. We're selling our personal business yeah. while we're doing the podcast. And guess what? You listeners are all involved. So, But but that's a great thing because we don't yeah. often open up and expose the way we... Pro- not us personally. We do oh, yeah. tend to open up. But as a people, we don't tend to open up and, and be vulnerable with the way we process things very often. Yeah. And with a show like this, because it's not scripted, a lot of times people get to hear us recognize something, the dream, process through responding to it like we're doing now. And that's helpful to people. It I is. think, I hope it is. If it, you know, if it just irritates you, then, you know, let us know. But, right. but it's helpful, I think, to people. And, and maybe it's helpful to somebody else out there. I hope how so. do they respond? How do they process yeah. responding? Well, I mean, that's the purpose of what we're doing is, is we're, we're teaching, hopefully teaching, sharing our life experience. Not to say that we know everything and every dream we come across, we know exactly what it means because that's not true. Right. I was having a conversation with one of your family members this week at one of our holiday gatherings just about uh, uh, your niece, Amanda. I was telling her, I said, you know, sometimes you don't know something. Shout out to Amanda. She listens. Yeah, we love Amanda. We didn't know she was listening. She said every week she listens. It just blessed me. So um, we, we love, you know, when people give us just encouragement about what we're doing and tell us that they enjoy listening. But she had shared just a little snippet of of something that happened with her that was important to her and I said you know sometimes we don't know that a dream has special meaning until we're on the other side of it or a vision we don't know that it's a vision until we're on the other side of it you know and so that's encouraging too it's still saying hey God's speaking to you you have an ability to hear and so pay attention and listen it really is you know it's amazing. I didn't know if this topic would even fill a full podcast, and yet we haven't even talked about a dozens of you know a dozen different kinds of dreams. We talked about two different kinds of dreams and how you respond to them. And there's you know well maybe we should just con- we'll more, continue so. this maybe our conversation in our next podcast about different types of situations because there's a lot of them like you said there are I mean I'm that we're not even right touching now, on I'm thinking right now about a self-conditioned dream mm-hmm. when something's revealed about how do you respond to that what do you do mm-hmm. what do you, what happens when there's a spiritual warfare dream when you're dealing with battling and mm-hmm. things are hard what do you, 
there's so many things. And how do you respond? It's a big, big topic. Yeah. It really is. Yep, that's true. So, yeah, maybe we'll take this up again uh, and keep going with it. Yeah, but, I think uh, that's going to do. It's good. So, I, But I love it. Let me just summarize real quick on that, on that direction dream issue for us. Look for confirmation before you just jump to a big decision just because of a dream. I really think we've spent a lot of time talking about dreams. It's important for people to realize, and we've mentioned it now will be maybe the third time, but it's that important, that you don't let your life be governed by dreams. I know people who used to get up in the morning and wouldn't get dressed unless they'd had a dream about what they ought to wear that day. Mm. I literally know somebody like that. I hope they didn't go around naked. No, well, (laughs) sometimes they just stayed home. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was weird, but that's okay. They're not a bad person. I'm just saying that's an extreme we don't want to advocate. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's important that we respond to a direction dream with peace mm-hmm. and with confirmation. And we got that out of this from this dream yeah. this week. So yeah. it's a powerful thing. That's good. We would love to hear from you. Look, if anything we say, um, you know, strikes a chord within you, you go, oh, I love that, or that was encouraging, or if it poses another question for you, you know, what does this mean, or how how does this work? We don't mind you dropping us a line saying, hey, could you talk about this topic? Yeah. Or here's an example of something I dream. What is, is that weird? Is that, what is that, what could that mean? Because that, that gives us something to go on to, because sometimes we, we may know it, but we might not be thinking of it as a topic. So we want to hear from you. We do. And you can find us on uh, Facebook at Dream Stories Podcast. You can find us on the web, our website at mydreamstories.com. Uh, you know, we also are on all the podcasting services. You can share and comment and um, leave a, a review for us there. Leave comments and thoughts and suggestions, questions for us on the um, on the website and on the Facebook page. Let me just mention on YouTube as well. YouTube, we're under Michael B. French. Uh, if you leave comments that are asking specific questions like, what does an orange cat mean or something like that, because I, had, I saw that comment recently. When we have time, we try and answer those in the comments, but we don't often get to. So if it takes a while or if we don't respond there, don't think that we're ignoring you. Just, you know, uh, wait, listen for it at another time, or submit it to the Dream Stories website to the forum where my students can help answer those questions as well. So What we, does an orange cat What does an orange cat? An orange cat? An orange cat would have to do with an independent mindset, an independence on something that someone may either be really, really stubborn about, mm-hmm. or they may be just really pressing through to maintain their own independence, mm-hmm. one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other things sure, that could mean. Sure, because context is always important. Context is everything, that's right. Yeah. All right, well, that's it for our time today. We've enjoyed being with you, and we'll just leave it with this, the same thing I say at the end of every podcast, which is keep dreaming.